Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. In my work with salespeople, it always starts out by talking about tactics, by talking about sales strategy. But then at the end of the day, what I find is that what's going on between our ears, all of that baggage, all of those mindsets, everything that's happening in between our ears is what really drives success in sales. And that's one of the biggest differences between top performers and everyone else. It's that sales mindset. It's what am I thinking about all the time when I'm in front of a prospect? What am I thinking about when I'm not in front of the prospect and I'm just thinking about myself and my own success? We're going to focus on sales mindset, the way top performers think. Check it out. Number one, I am a peer. This is really important. Top performers, when they're in front of a prospect, they see themselves as a peer to their prospect. They see themselves as an equal to the prospect. Yet most average and bottom performers are like supplicants. It's like watching someone standing before a king or before a celebrity, and they're very deferential, and they're almost grateful to just have the opportunity to be in front of this person. And as a result, the prospect is immediately put in a position to feel a lower level of respect for that individual. We must think of ourselves as a peer to our prospect. I don't care if you're selling to Fortune 500 CEOs or you're selling to the most successful people on the planet. You must see yourselves as a peer. Two human beings who put on their pants one leg at a time every single day, that's the way we look at it. Because as soon as we start to think of ourselves as below our prospect, that's immediately when the relationship becomes imbalanced. You are a peer. Number two, I don't need this. This is one of the greatest mindsets of top performers, is that they don't need any individual sale. What you'll notice about average and lower performing salespeople is that they go into every sales situation like they need to close it, and the prospect immediately feels that. So top performers in their head are thinking, I don't need the sale. Even if they actually do need the sale or they really want to close the sale, they don't need it because if they're showing that to the prospect, then immediately they're going to be put in a place where there's desperation, and that's weakness. We must be coming from a position of strength. And the only way we can come into a sale from a position of strength is to not need the sale. Number three, I bring value. Top performers recognize that they are bringing value to the personal and professional lives of those that they sell to. That's one of the most important things that we we must know. If we feel like we're tricking people into buying from us, well, we're going to be selling in a way that feels dirty. We must recognize that we bring real value to the lives of people that we sell to and that buy from us. We must know that we are improving their lives and that you as a salesperson really do bring value to even when you're making a cold call to someone. There's real value. And when they choose to not do business with you, well, that's their their choice to not take that value, but there is inherently value in the conversations that we're bringing to those prospects that we sell to. Number four, they need me. This is another mindset in the same vein, but we need to recognize that we are selling to prospects who have a 
particular set of challenges. And we, through our offering, can help them solve those challenges. So really, the prospects that we sell to who are really good fits need us. And when we think to ourselves that, okay, this person needs me in order to be more effective professionally or personally, now, again, we're coming from that position of strength where we're not just some charlatan just trying to sell snake oil, but instead we're someone who is actually bringing real inherent value to their lives. So again, if they choose not to do business with us, which is, by the way, always their prerogative, that's okay, but it is at their peril. Now, we're not saying that to them, but it's the mindset that we're thinking of, that top performers know that ultimately the right people need them. Number five, I help my buyers. This again fits in that same idea where people that actually buy from us are better off for it. I'm not saying that we always have to feel like we have some social mission in everything we do, but we must recognize that we are really helping the lives of people that we do business with. At the Sales Insights Lab, that's our first tenet. We consider ourselves a mission-based organization where we believe that we are helping people that work with us. That is our mission to help more salespeople sell more effectively. Same goes for you. You are helping the people that buy from you. It's not about tricking anyone into buying or having that perfect line to get them to buy. It's about, hey, if there's real inherent value and we're having conversations to determine whether there's a fit, you know what? There is real value here and I am helping the lives of the people that do business with me. That is what we must be thinking legitimately, right? Number six, I deserve success. Now, this is more personal, but... I see so many salespeople and business owners who are doing all of these things, or they're tactically strong, they're trying everything, but at the end of the day, they start to do things that sabotage their success because they don't really believe that they deserve the success that they're going after. That's why we must think to ourselves, I deserve success. If you don't believe that, then you are in trouble. You've got to get there. At first, you can start to kind of fake it till you make it, but you have to work on that to really understand you deserve success. Because I see it over and over again, all of this self-sabotage along the way, if we don't really believe that we deserve the success, I've seen salespeople who are starting to have success and then they start to do stupid things in order to derail that success and they stay where they were and then they say, well, what I was doing wasn't working. And it's like, actually it was, we just saw that this person sabotaged it. You deserve success. Number seven, rejection is part of the process. Rejection is just a part of selling. In fact, it's a part of life. If you're single and you're out dating, chances are you're going to face some rejection. You're not going to end up marrying the first person that you meet. And if you do, that may or may not be a great strategy. And the same is true for sales. Rejection is simply a part of the process. And one thing that I've found about some of the most successful people in the world is that they get rejected a lot more than the average person. Because most people want to live very well within their comfort zone to avoid that pain that comes with rejection. But successful people are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to go for it. And as a result, yeah, am I going to get rejected? Sure. But you know what? Who cares? That's the process of getting success. And of course, that's true in sales. Every time you're making prospecting calls, every time you're sending an email, every time you get on a face-to-face -face meeting with a prospect, 
there is a potential for rejection. In fact, there's a really good potential for rejection in any selling interaction. That's why a lot of people won't do it, right? We need to be comfortable with the idea, idea that rejection is just part of the process. You know what? There might be some people that say some mean things. Just let it roll off your back. Who cares? They're not saying about you as a person. They're just saying it about the particular role that they see you playing. And you know what? Maybe they had a bad day or maybe they're just cranky. Who cares? Rejection is part of the process. Number eight, no is okay. This is a really, really important sales mindset for any salesperson. We must recognize that no is an okay outcome. And it has a couple of really powerful effects. First of all, when we recognize that no is an okay outcome of any selling interaction, it takes pressure off of us, right? Because now when we recognize that, you know what, this may or may not be a fit and that's okay because now we don't feel this need to close every single deal because the reality is that at least half of the prospects that you come across are not going to buy for one reason or another. So that's okay. You want some people to not be a fit because that means that others are going to be a fit. So no is okay. It takes a lot of pressure off of us as salespeople. The other thing though, is that by making no okay, it also takes a lot of pressure off the prospect, right? Because if the prospect feels like you are trying to do everything you can to get them to say yes, they're going to feel that pressure. And it's like putting pressure inside of a bottle. Eventually the top's going to come off. No is okay. By making no an okay outcome, now you're taking all of the pressure off of that selling situation. Because when you're putting lots of pressure on your prospects to say yes, they're much more likely not to say yes or to say no, but to do some version of, oh, this is great. Let me get back to you. Let me think about it. You know, uh, I really like what you shared with me today. I'm going to have to think about it, right? They're going to give you that maybe, but in, in their head, they're thinking, this isn't a fit. I want to move on. I just want to end this conversation. But most salespeople get so upset with a no that they're putting this pressure on the prospect to just basically give them a think it over. No is okay. Number nine, I know my why. Top performing salespeople know exactly why they do what they do. This is so key because I see salespeople all the time. I say, well, if you were to become really successful in sales or on your way to success, what will that mean to you? What will that mean to your life? And a lot of people can't answer that question very well. We must be crystal clear on why we do everything professionally. Because at the end of the day, that's why we do this thing called work, right? If we didn't have to work, if we were all just had billions of dollars in the bank account, a lot of us probably wouldn't work. Some of us would, but a lot of us wouldn't. So we're doing this ultimately to create value in our lives. We're trying to pay for our college tuition for our kids. We're trying to buy that new house. We're trying to provide security for our family. Understanding your why is really important because sales is hard, right? Picking up a phone to talk to a stranger is not an easy thing, right? More people would do it if it were easy. It's not easy. We've got to be really clear on every single time that we pick up the phone that it's getting us closer to paying for our kids' college tuition or buying that condo or just providing that security for our family. The more we can connect directly why we're picking up that phone, why we're doing what we're doing with our personal lives, the personal outcomes, the more effective we're going to be in sales overall. 
So there are the sales mindsets, the way top performers think. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.